and welcome to HipCast, the podcast here to improve hip fracture care. From the Australian and New Zealand Hip Fracture Registry, I'm Research Assistant Neve Ramsey, and on behalf of the ANZ HFR, I would like to acknowledge the Gadigal people of the Eora Nation as the traditional custodians of the lands on which we live and work at the ANZ HFR, and share this acknowledgement to Elders past, present, and emerging across Australia, New Zealand, and wherever you may be tuning in from. Today, we will be running through the brand new ANZHFR website. Feel free to play along by going to anzhfr.org or check out our YouTube channel for a video version of this episode. You can find the link to this in your episode notes. So to begin, go to anzhfr.org. At the top of the page, you'll find our menu bar that will help you navigate around the website. If you're looking for patient information, you can click on I'm a patient or carer. Likewise, if you're looking for health professional information, click on I'm a health professional. If you're a hospital or a site that currently contributes data to the ANZHFR, you can come up here to the top right-hand corner for your Australian registry login or your New Zealand registry login. This is at the top of every page on this website. Scrolling down, we have some brief information on the registry, the problem of hip fractures, who we are at the registry, and our purpose. Continuing to scroll, there are some stats from the registry. So in 2020, just under 15,000 hip fractures were captured across Australia and New Zealand from 86 different hospitals. And since 2015, nearly 72,000 hip fractures have been recorded by the registry. Continuing to scroll down to the bottom of the page, you can subscribe to our newsletter here. This will give you access to our quarterly ANZHFR newsletter on all things hip fractures. So if you haven't already, make sure you subscribe. Over here to the right on every page, you'll find a link to our social media pages. So here we have Twitter, LinkedIn, our podcast, and our YouTube channel. I'm going to take you back up to the top. If we come over here to About, you can click on About Us. Scrolling down, you can see the members of the registry. So we have our co-chairs, Professor Jacqueline Close and Associate Professor Catherine McDougall. If you click on Steering Group, you can see the members of our steering group. Clicking on a registry team, here's our registry team the funding of the registry, our hosts, and our partner organizations. Now, if you want more information on any of these, all of these are linked. Under about, you'll also find ethics and governance. Scrolling down, we have some information on the registry's ethics and governance, as well as an infographic showing how the registry is set up across Australia and New Zealand. And lastly, down the bottom, some information on our subcommittees. Now scrolling back up, we can click onto patients and patient information. So if you clicked onto the icon on the homepage, it would have taken you directly to this page. Here we have some information on the patient journey. So what is a hip fracture? Your hospital journey, as well as a link to the clinical care standard and the My Hip Fracture Care booklet. We have this booklet available both in English in Australia and New Zealand, as well as other languages, which will take you right down to the bottom of the page and show you the 15 different languages that you can find this booklet in for your patients. Scrolling back up, we have a bit more information on the eligibility of patients, the information that is collected, and the privacy of patient information at the registry. Right down the bottom of the page, you can find a bit more information on this in the project information pamphlet. This is also available in 15 different languages. Now, under patients, we also have frequently asked questions. If you scroll down, you'll find that we have these questions located here. 
And if you click on the pluses, you can access the answers to each of the questions. Back up to patients. Our last option under patients is opting out. If you scroll down, you can see how to opt out of the registries. And this is for patients who don't wish for their information to be held by the registry. They have the information here available to them to be able to opt out. There's also access to the patient information pamphlet here and here, should they wish to get more information on the registry. Under registry sites, you have some information on the current participating sites. So we click on that and scroll down, we'll find a map of Australia. If we wave our cursor over the different states and territories in Australia, it will come up with the different hospitals that are currently contributing data to the registry. Scrolling down, we also have this option for New Zealand. Okay, and then if we come back up to the top, so you can see the menu more easily, um, so we're now we're going to click on data forms. So on this page, if you're, a, if you're a site that's currently contributing data to the registry, this is the page that, where you can find all of the data forms you need. So we have our user guide. We have the summary of changes as well as the data dictionary and the patient level data entry forms for Australia and New Zealand. If you continue to scroll down, we have our archived forms here. And all you have to do is click to open each year. And right down the bottom, we have registry frequently asked questions. We've broken these questions up into different stages of the patient's journey. So we have admission, assessment, treatment, and discharge. Just click on the one that you're interested in to get the answer. Lastly, under registry sites, we have joined the registry. So if you're a site that's not currently participating with the registry, but you're interested in finding out more information, this is where you can come. Here we have some information on the hospital approval, as well as accessing the demonstration site so that you can see what the site actually looks like for, for hospitals that are currently contributing data to the registry. Here's an example. And right down the bottom, we have another frequently asked questions section for sites that are interested in getting involved. Moving along to health professionals. We click on education. This will take us to the health professionals page. For scrolling down on this page, we come to the educational resources for health professionals. On the left, you can see the ANZHFR YouTube channel. If you click on this, it'll play videos, or you can click here to play all the different ANZHFR videos. On this channel, you'll find access to our webinars and previous presentations. On the right, we have our HIPCAST podcast. Now, some of these webinars that you can find on YouTube, you can find as podcast versions. There are also some live podcasts that are available here. So make sure you subscribe to the podcast if that's something you're interested in. Down the bottom of the page, we also have a list of useful websites for Australia and also for New Zealand. Additionally, under health professionals, we have a resources page. Now scrolling down on this page, we have the Hip Fracture Care Clinical Care Standard, as well as implementation resources for your use. The ANZ guideline on hip fracture care, Patient resources, so these are the same ones that are available on the patient information page. Now here we have the shared hospital resources. The access to these resources has been provided by the different hospitals that currently contribute data to the ANZHFR, and they're the documents and the resources they use to optimise care. So we have a clinical guideline resources section, clinical pathway resources, anticoagulation resources, nutrition and dietetics, and miscellaneous on the hip fracture pathway.
Right down the bottom of the page, we have registry resources, and this provides business plans for both Australia and New Zealand. Now, lastly, under health professionals, we have the data access page. So this page is important for anyone wishing to gain access to the ANZHFR's data. At the top of the page, we have the data access policy. And if you scroll down, we also provide a step-by-step -step guide on how to apply for data access. All you need to do is to click down, click on these pluses and it will open up the different steps for you. If you continue to scroll, you can also get access to the data access request form here, as well as some important documents such as the data dictionary and the data variable concordance table. Moving over to publications, if we click on registry reports, this will take us to the registry's annual reports. So if you scroll down on this page, it'll take you to the different registry's annual reports. So here we have the 2021 annual report. There's a bit of a blurb about the report, as well as access to the print report, the e-report, and some presentation slides should you wish to present the graphics. If you want to access some of the older reports, just click down on the plus menus like the other pages to access the different years. Now going back to publications, if I click on research, the research page gives us access to different publications that have used the NZHFR's data. And this is broken down by year. So here you can click on the links to access the different publications. And should you wish to go back in the years, again, like the other pages, pages, you just click on the pluses. At the bottom of the page are the current projects in progress with contact details to the principal investigators. Now, lastly, in this publication section, there is a link to the Digital National Report. If you want to learn a bit more about the Digital National Report, go to our YouTube channel and have a look at the video by Stuart Fleming on the Digital National Report and its features. Moving along to news. So this page provides your one-stop shop to all news at the ANZHFR. On our left, we can see a list of previous newsletters and you can just click through to view them. And you can click here for any newsletters that you wish to access before September last year. On our right, again, we have the podcast available here. We have a list of the different events that have happened. So for example, we had most recently the Golden Hip Awards. We had the 2021 Hip Fest presentations. And on the right here, you can see our tweets. So rather than going to Twitter itself, you can scroll down and see what's been tweeted by the registry. Moving down on this page, there's also access to our YouTube channel. And this is the video to the introduction to the Digital National Report that I was talking about earlier. Okay. Now moving to contact, this is the last page I'm going to walk you through. So scrolling down on this page, you'll find our contact information for the Australian Registry Manager and the New Zealand National Coordinator. If you have any queries, make sure you get in touch with us and we hope you enjoy the new website.